0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> is everybody... Hold on to your seat. Is, is everybody ready? I guess, yeah. As ready as I'll ever be. Welcome to the Because I Have Two podcast, where living your dream...
2: Is the only option.
1: Uh, we've got a fantastic guest this week, uh, an Emmy Award-winning professional voice talent... The voice of multiple national commercial campaigns, corporate videos, the list goes on and on of all the voice work she does. Also, is an, uh, she's an actor, a published author, an old soul with a young spirit. And Michelle says for herself, a five-year-old child trapped in the body of a 53-year-old woman who is destined to be wearing Hello Kitty pajamas into her 90s, listening to Sinatra. Michelle Falenga, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for intro. gracing us. I, I've been hearing you on, you know, <laughs> voicing so much stuff. And it's, we've had a, a connection online. I'm not even sure how we initially connected. Maybe LinkedIn. I
0: no yeah, I think uh, it was on
3: LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. And then it's one of those things where you feel like you know somebody because you're yeah. on social media. And it's like, oh, wait, Jason's like, have you ever spoken to her in person? I'm like, um, or on the phone or anything? I'm
3: like, I don't know. I don't think so. So you this is our like, time.
1: This yeah, is this funny. is our time. We might've
3: messaged once. Yeah, probably, yeah, I don't even remember, but yeah. I feel like we've always seen each other's stuff. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> so we're going to dig into uh, Michelle's deepest passions uh, and dig into uh, the world of voice acting and more. It's all coming up. <laughs> Welcome to the Because I Have To podcast.
2: When living your dream
1: is the only option. Welcome to season two. We are your
2: hosts. I'm Jason Friday.
1: I'm Julie Slater. This podcast is about facing your fears, digging deep inside yourself and following your passions.
2: We hope to give you a push to live your dreams. Now let's get back to it.
1: Okay, we're back. (laughs) Uh, I do have a question. And tell me if I'm wrong. Didn't you have a line that you specialize in goosebumps? I do. So did you take it? Did you get rid
3: of it? No, I think it still says oh, that it should. Uh, yeah, I didn't so, see it
1: anywhere, and I wondered if you're
3: rebranding.
1: No, rebranding. Because no. I always I, thought that was pretty genius, specializing in goosebumps.
3: So somebody wants – So the you know they say you should like listen to the feedback you have from people, your clients, and stuff, and like what you're kind of. I mean, I do a lot of stuff, but but the the feedback I get back the most is they got goosebumps. Mm. And basically, or they felt something, or the the whole the whole staff is crying, listening to the right. you know, like I make people feel something, and so are you gonna make somebody, us cry today? Well, yeah, I'm already maybe crying. Maybe. <laughs> I might, I might, but but somebody once said to me, "Oh, I didn't understand what that meant. I thought that meant you were like the voice of that cartoon, the Goosebumps cartoon thing." I was like, "What? No." And then recent. I cha- I think I changed it to Gooseys because everybody knows what a
1: goosey is, right? Like I don't think I know a Goosey. To me, that would be oh, like geez. giving someone a goose, like going into
3: their underwear yeah see yeah you can't <laughs> you don't know your audience who's reading this right they're gonna be like what does she do i don't i don't know what she I'll does
2: give you a <laughs>
3: <goosie>. <laughs> like like a, when jay-lo is like oh i heard when i heard you sing i was all got got all goosies you know like that uh-huh. oh, i've never heard anyone say goosey. all right well Am there I? you go see okay there was my whole right. theory <laughs>
1: Okay, I want to uh, play a little sample of your voice work so the fine folks tuning in can uh, understand uh,
0: who you are and where you come from. Fact. Emily hasn't bought groceries in weeks. So how is she creating this masterpiece? Her freezer is stocked with Daily Harvest. That's how. It's time to go beyond the flight with Delta Vacations and save up to $350 per booking on vacation packages worldwide. Together with Mercedes EQ Formula E Team, Neom is turning our vision into reality. Life's full of no's. No midnight snacking, no returns. Oh, man. But at Native, we use no a little differently. This is an underwater ballet with 40-ton giants. A base camp atop Everest. A spectacle of the Northern Lights. Mm. Legends aren't made looking up at the bull. Legends are etched when they look past the obvious and see the unique. Legends are built when hanging on to the bull is just the beginning.
1: Okay, I ended on the one that was your Emmy-winning performance on that one. How how did you get... How do you get an Emmy for voiceover work? I think the average person would not understand this at
2: all. Oh my God! There it is.
0: There it is.
3: <gasps> they, the oh. listeners can't hear it or see it. We'll it. show them. <laughs> oh my God! <gosh. laughs> they can't hear the it Emmy or right see there. it. I love this. <laughs> woo-hoo, woo-hoo. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Try to like people are like oh you have to have it behind you and I'm like yeah no that's I know I'm not too like <laughs> <laughs> but but I do want it nearby. Um,
2: I was gonna say it's for you anyways. It's for you to go. I did. I, I did right. a great okay. job. Before Good you job. tell
1: the story of the Emmy, can you please tell us about how you manifested the Emmy? You are a manifester, which I should have mentioned. In the I, beginning I as certainly well.
3: try and I need it for a few, some other thing. I've had. Yeah. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I, I put, I don't know. I just had this like dream of winning an Emmy. Just, I wanted to do that. And I, so I took a picture. I think it was Kate Winslet. I don't know. Somebody who won an Emmy in a red dress and I cut her head off and I put my head on her head <laughs> And I put it in the, I made this, and she had some boobs on her, like, whoa. Just have a nice Um, figure. Yeah, she had a really, and, but my head looks a little wonky on there, but it didn't matter, and I put it up on my wall, and I was like, okay, there it is, that's my, and I did that for, I've done that for a bunch of things, but I did that for, to be in Health Magazine, I was featured in Health Magazine, I put my head on, like, a picture on the cover of Health Magazine, and they featured my, um weight loss story and so just different things like that i don't know it helps it's helpful to put your head on other people's bodies (laughs) for sure you know what i did
1: it's kind of crazy just reviewing your story i mean you fell into acting you fell into voiceover you also like you just mentioned you had this huge weight loss transformation you also uh manifested
3: this emmy there's a lot of magic happening over there it's so funny. I When I look back on it all, I guess, like I usually don't, I don't think on a daily basis I'd be like, I, I look at other people's lives and I'm like, oh, they're so shiny. I'm not shiny, like <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I, I don't feel shiny. And so, yeah, Um, because my, you know what it is? My whole brand, it's actually funny because it's who I am and it ends up being in line with my brand, which is very... Imperfect, very relatable, accessible. Like, you know, even my posts, I never am like, booked this, did that. It's always like, what am I doing? I'm in this new booth. I hate, like, I'm not like, I got this new booth and I'm like, we're not like friends yet. I'm like, okay, you're annoying me because, because it's like, I don't know what I'm doing in here and I hate technology and I'm like struggling. So, but I'm going to share that not like, look at my shiny new booth. It's like, (laughs) <laughs> I hate yeah, that. yeah yeah. You know? Get me out of this but yes, I show <laughs> yeah. cuz I don't like change. Michelle doesn't like change cuz I've had a lot of trauma in my past and so I I think that I just share the real and I think that's what my that's what I was good at in acting when we would do like murder mysteries. I was good at the like one-on-one conversations at the tables versus like being the lead. I was like the good on the sides, the you know, side conversations. I was always, I'm always better sitting with one friend having coffee versus like being out with a bunch of people. Like I am an intimate, like one-on-one and that actually is in line with my brand. So like, I feel like me as a person isn't very much in line with my brand. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I, kind of, yeah, go ahead.
1: I would say you, maybe Jason, you may not follow her online like I do. Um, I'm sorry I don't, but I will. (laughs)
2: Because I will.
1: I mean, I, I, I follow her, of course, because, of, you know, we were both into voiceover and all. Yeah. That. But I was going to say, like, you definitely, I feel like your posts are vulnerable because they are not, all, you know, some people only post the good stuff. And like, oh, here yeah. I am at the Emmys. Oh, by the way, everybody just finished yeah. my eighteenth hundredth voiceover thing. But Yeah, you just moved and you have this new booth. That's very funny that you're struggling. Yeah. It's not funny. I'm struggling. But... I yeah, it, I am. Is, is like, it just not sounding like you want it, or no, or just like, the vibe of it? No. Have you saged it?
3: Have you saged it? Staged it? Sage. sage it. No, oh, no. But I do have some sage. Maybe I will do that. I it's not that it's it. bad. It's it yeah, sounds yeah. It's, it sounds good. It's just change. Like I don't like change. Change is hard for me. Change is always bad, and and I have to. You know, do things a little differently, and I had to set it, forget setting it all up. That was like I am I am a really good voiceover, but I am not good at the technical. I'm not a I'm not a mic you know, geek or whatever. Like I get new equipment, and it'll sit there for six months. I'm not the girl that rips it open, is like wants to try it. I'm like <laughs> nothing gets unplugged or it breaks. Like we don't unplug. I had my stuff plugged together. Somebody put it together for me, and I didn't touch it in ten years. And anytime someone wanted, one time I was doing a video game um like recording. And they he's like, can you turn your gain down? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't I don't think I should touch that. I was like, no, that'll I be
1: ten thousand more dollars for me to touch that gain button. Yeah. I was like,
0: What do you mean touch the
3: gain? And so most voiceover people would be like, what are you talking about? You don't play with your gain like we do this all the time. And I'm like, nope, it's been like, no, you don't touch it. It'll break it. You know, like so that's. And that's when you talk about me being DIY and not like kind of the same as a lot of people. I'm like a weirdo. Like I've booked in spite of being like completely not like what you're supposed to be in, you know, quote unquote or whatever. I I don't know. Weird.
2: Right. I don't know. But I I think I like that, though. I think that makes it more. (laughs) No, I know. But like in a real way, you're rebel. You're not like rebelling because you know, to rebel.
3: <laughs> no, I just am just figuring it out. I've been figuring it out all along these whole 20 some years, my own my own way. And, you know, a lot of the stuff people, you know, and that's why, you know, it's funny. I went to some of the conferences and I come home from a conference feeling completely insecure. don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I lose myself because it's a lot of like, I don't know, it's just not my you vibe. You have to be a different, I will say, going to conferences is so social. Like, Okay.
1: I've been a DJ my whole life, but then also doing voice work. You know, you're alone all the time, even yeah. if you're, you know, on a Zoom or chatting with someone who's directing you. So you go to a conference, all of a sudden you have to be like, hey, hey, Marge, what's up? You know, uh, that's a whole nother world.
3: I and think probably it, why we're in this is because we're not into that. Well, and I'm not, I'm not like an introvert, so to speak, but I yeah. think those things deplete me and make me feel less than. And, and so, you know, my husband will be like, honey, you, you have, you have very confident, like I'm, and that's why, like, I'm confident in my instincts. Like, I don't like coaching with people because it takes me away from my natural instincts and it makes me sound less real. So oh, I'm wow. not like, I'm a weirdo. I don't coach because it makes me worse. Like, it, and it's just so like great. knowing yourself. Yeah, Yeah. it's just knowing yourself. And not to say that's not good for a lot of people. It's just not, I need help in other ways. That's not where I need help. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah,
2: absolutely it does. You are literally your true authentic self because of you, not because of someone else. Yeah, yeah, no, right. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But that that works to your advantage naturally without even trying, I guess you could say.
3: But, that's you know, pretty. you get in your head and you're like, everybody's telling me I'm supposed to be coaching. Am I doing something wrong? Like what? You yeah. know, and then you start like second guessing your own instincts. And that's I, I think I need any time I veer from that, I need to, like, you know, bring myself back and be like, stop, stop the madness, you know?
2: Yeah. Get some tea, sage yourself.
3: <laughs> and just, <laughs> a giant cup of coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God, that thing time. That's what her so, mug says. Um, it's a so, huge man. coffee.
2: Literally, box. it's literally almost as big as your...
3: I didn't lie. Yeah, right. Well, you didn't see this one. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh (laughs) my god! She told me to bring this. She told Uh, me to bring this. Is my quote of the week thing? Um, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is like this one is bigger than my head. I think (laughs) that's funny. I need to lean off the caffeine. So when you
1: say you went against, um, you went against what people told you. So coaching is one thing. Is there are there other things like when did you book your? First, when did you book oh your first voiceover and say, "Oh, I think I'm this is something I'm going to
0: do"?
3: I don't think. Oh, um, so I was an actor back in nineteen. I'm you know I sound nineteen forty three. The nineteen hundred forty two. Yeah, now, <laughs> I think the nineteen hundreds you began acting in the nineteen hundred. I, I, it's funny because I'm I'm fifty three and I sound thirty. So um that's interesting. Um, So I've been in this business a long time. I was an actor. Um, again, fell into that by accident, but I was an actor and I performed every weekend and murder mysteries and interactive improv and all that stuff and some commercial work as well. But I basically, um, I decided, oh, I have all these characters and creatures. I, I do, I'll want to do like animation. So I got into it specifically to do that. And then there's none of that where I am, especially at that time. And then I ended up getting a few bookings for my regular voice, which is, again, I would never have gotten into voiceover for my boy. My voice is not special. It's not unique or interesting. It's not or I shouldn't say it's just it's not something I would be like, oh, you should do voiceover. But what I brought to the table was just the authenticity and the relatability and the real and stuff like that. Um, And then, you know, I think that just kind of happened like that It was just like an accident kind of sort of, you know. Um, But I wouldn't have done it. And I wanted to explain for people who aren't
1: that heavy into voice work. Like there's voice people who have like booming, uh, you know, kind of radio voices. Mm -hmm. And then there is the opposite of just like a natural person talking. Um, It's it's wild, though. I see I see both sides being successful. Sometimes I'm surprised. Yeah. Like I saw somebody say, oh, my gosh, I booked this national spot. And then I listened to it and it's like, hur, 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 you know, it's like this crazy. And yeah. I'm like, wow. I, OK. So there's so much voiceover work out there. Yeah. And it's all different kinds. And it's really interesting that I feel like you found like right now, would you I would say like the natural sound is
3: in. But I feel like you found that way before the curve. Yeah, I think I was lucky that that ended up being the kind of the trend it was going towards. Cause again, maybe if it was 10 years earlier, I would never have booked anything, you know, cause it wasn't as natural as it is now. Um, and, and, you know, and I worry that that'll, that'll go away too. Like you're going to go back to non-natural, you know, not natural or so. I don't know. Right. I can't imagine. It but could always
1: change. Yeah. You never know. You but never I guess know. I think the big thing that I love is the idea in life, but also seems to be your philosophy is that you just be you and, and, that comes out, and and like mm-hmm. even on social media, you're you, yeah, you're not pretending to be somebody else. It's no. kind of neat.
3: When I talk, a lot of people always like come to me, friend, you know, different people, like colleagues and stuff, and they're like, oh, "I want to coach with you because I want to sound more natural because that's what everybody wants right now." Um, and I always just say, I, I don't like to coach people because again, I have imposter syndrome. I don't feel like I want to coach people. I don't want to take money for that. Like that feels weird. But I will help some people, like just you know, without charging them. But I feel like I don't, all I say is, why are you, like, I I always use this analogy, like, when you fall in love with somebody, you don't fall in love with them because they have perfectly symmetrical eyes. You fall in love with them because they have like a little snort when they laugh or they have like a funny, you know, space between their teeth that's kind of cute. Like, you fall in love with their quirks, right? You fall in love with their imperfections, their uniquenesses, their little weirdnesses, right? You. That's what we fall in love with. So why are we why are people cleaning that up for their voiceover? They should be bringing their their specific, whatever that weirdness is, not weird, but, you know, their unique goofiness, whatever that is, to the table, like their imperfection. Because yeah. that's what's beautiful. Nobody finds perfection. It's not relatable. It's not accessible. It doesn't make you, like, like them. Like, the biggest comment I get back from is people like, when I hear your voice, I I like you. Like, I feel like you're somebody I would like, you know? And I'm like, that's the hugest compliment because, you know, I don't sound off-putting or I don't know, whatever the word is, but yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I want to fly on Delta vacations now. So,
3: <laughs> I mean, come on down.
2: <laughs> I mean, we're, we're Delta people anyways. So Are I'm going really? to do it. Whether yeah. I enjoy it.
3: I'm not. so bad. Half of my work last year was international, you know, Amsterdam, Italy, you know, all kinds, all over Japan, like everywhere. And I'm like the most boring person. I like never leave Massachusetts <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, I'm not a traveler. I've never been many places. I'm so oh I've lived here my entire life, never lived anywhere else. Super wow. boring girl. Yeah. So, did you enjoy the pandemic? Were you like, yes, I get to okay. stay home? <laughs> it's embarrassing to say this, but like, I, when everybody had to stay home and I didn't have to go to like things, <laughs> yeah. I kind of like, like, that's embarrassing. That's mortifying to say, but I, I was in, I was kind of like, yes. <laughs> and then when people started going back out, I was like, no, why? Because that means I have to feel like I should and I don't want to.
1: <laughs> that is so funny that's horrible i felt I a little bit, mad. a little yeah. bit of like no like when the weekend came there was no prep it was kind of nice there's no pressure like oh i don't have to go to that party yeah or yeah
3: that event. the things you didn't want to go to anyway right yeah, yeah. i could
1: just <laughs> totally. relax and chill
3: yeah. well, i
2: think it was because we got we definitely we did i'll use it like this we quote unquote did too much because yeah. every day it felt like at one point, there was always there was something over here. We get invited yeah. there, or we have to go to yeah. this, or there's a yes. and you're like, okay, that's cool, but can I just take a nap for a second?
3: <laughs> I think we go too much, yeah, go, 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 and the you know this yeah. that pressure of like fear of missing out and like oh I should go to this industry thing, but I'm like I don't want. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, no, yeah. right? I know. So I think it did slow us down, even though it's terrible that it happened. Of, yeah, course. of course, it's I mean, right it's awful in yeah. every way but in some way there was a blessing in disguise i guess you could say mm-hmm. that it's like hey i think a lot of people had some realizations and changed yeah. things in life and i think that's great
3: they I, they said a lot of marriages broke up a lot of yeah. um yeah which is i find so interesting like once you're forced to actually be with each other all the time like yeah. the truth comes out whatever that is and yeah i find that so interesting like i find that very fascinating yeah. it
2: it is I mean sadly, I do know many people that either did or came close to, but now if they if they made it, they're even more solid than they were because exactly, you know for many reasons, of course I right. don't think but I mean yeah, no i I get that that's an oversized bottle too what do you have oversized.
3: and I'm like choking on my own I don't want this to go on the microphone. I just like you know when you swallow wrong,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: I shouldn't be drinking all these beverages. <laughs> <laughs> it's like too many beverages.
2: Oh, my. I know.
3: I'm going to have to pee for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, just to nerd out real quick, even though you're not a gearhead, what kind of mic do you
0: use?
3: Yeah, this is why it's funny. They'll be like, it's the Scooby-Doo 54.
0: <laughs> no, you don't... it's,
3: uh, and Sennheiser? you know what it is. It a it's a Sennheiser, or... and I do know what it is, but I say it wrong. I think it's the 416, the MKH or MHK, one of those. Yeah, the <laughs> one of them it's the sennheiser 416 the one that a lot of voiceovers use yeah you know the one and, that everybody uses I think yeah
2: yeah um, yeah yeah. Uh,
3: yeah and i got that because of it's very directional for like uh where i used i just moved but where i used to live there was i was on a landscaping company and i i just it was constant so
2: it's omnidirectional.
3: uh it's Oh, um, it's... Is it's it omnidirectional? <laughs> is that what it's called? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Are you asking her tech questions? She's I know, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, I, you.
2: No, no. We have
3: tech support. You want me to call my tech support? In is time? it the MKH-416, the P48? I don't know what that means. Just <laughs> a is it the
2: long, it's, thin a, yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah, you yeah, you it doesn't a... look
2: like anything cool, but it is very, very schmancy and nice for voice.
1: I think yeah. Steve Stone. I don't know if you know Steve Stone. He's another voiceover artist, good friend of mine that That's was on. Um, uh, he does a lot of promo work. Um, he does, yeah. What about, so you uh, have all this stuff on your website. Like you talked about your weight loss transformation. You lost 115 pounds in 2007. We just had a guest on who also had a huge weight loss transformation. What do you think helped you get, you know, because I feel like weight loss is is also a bigger picture thing about life and how you feel about yourself. Like, what do you think helped you go through that transformation? I
3: know what helped, what, what made me prompted that. Um, I, I've had, um, uh, when I was 30, I had a full retinal detachment and, um, I have had s- seven surgeries since then for wow. retinal tears over the last 22 years. So my eyes are like literally every day, just to open my eyes as a challenge. So, my eyes are like, I mean, you just don't. And I didn't even wear glasses. So it wasn't like I even thought about eyes. And then suddenly it became everything because they took me in and they were like, they dilated me because I was seeing some flickering. And, and then he's like, Michelle, we have to take you in right away or you, you know, you can go blind and stuff. So it was like a big deal. So um. Oh. So that was obviously terrifying, and it's to this day the biggest challenge. Even with my house burning down and all that, like that's oh the yeah, biggest your house burned in my, down in down yeah, I lost I've been, everything. Like, I wrote a book. I'm like I'm all over. <laughs> the did book. you write an autobiography? I know you wrote a children's sh- book, right? But how about no, a biography about all this? I wrote a play that's going to be turned into a movie short called Conversations with My Fat. About my weight loss, and it's oh, like a, wow. the, the fat, and the the fat and Michelle are two characters, and it's like a one-woman, two-person show kind of thing, um, like a codependent relationship. But anyway, yeah. uh, they wanted me... I had, like, really bad... I still have cholesterol things, and my doctor wanted to put me on statin drugs, and statin drugs ca- can, like, I don't know, they can exasperate or something they can do to cataracts, and I, at 30, I had cataracts from the surgery, so I already had cataracts at 30, so wow. I... Like I was opposed to going on any statin drug, but he's like, Michelle, you have to, or, you know, this is scary. You could have like a stroke or heart attack or whatever. So I, that just became my motivation. So I said, let me get my cholesterol down naturally. And he gave me six months to do it. He was so impressed. I became like a sponge. I learned everything I could about it. And, and I brought it down more than a statin would in six months. Um, Wow. And then. And then on and on, and then actually, ironically, I did not lose any weight during that six months, which is so weird. It was like my body was shut down or something because I, I didn't. The good news is I wasn't. My motivation wasn't weight loss; it was to lower my numbers. I think that was helpful because it that wasn't my focus. But it, if I when my focus was weight loss, I would have been really frustrated because it didn't happen. It took six months for my body to kind of go, okay, this is what we're doing, and then it, and then the weight loss started to happen. And then that took about two years to lose that. Full amount, uh, very wow. slowly, gradually. It wasn't a quick thing. It wasn't, yeah. And I feel, yeah. I guess I'm pretty proud. I mean, for the most part, you know, within ten pounds or so, I've kept it off for like what is that? Like six. It was 2006 when it was all off. So, whatever that. Yeah. I can't do math. I can't... Technical <laughs> and math are not. <laughs> I think it's
1: you know it's <laughs> thing
3: I think it's 16 years because yeah. So that's pretty good, right? Yeah. That's yeah, pretty pretty good. That's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And the way and to 115 do it. One fifteen. What's off? Yeah. I used to weigh like 270. Wow, so crazy. Wow, how tall are you? seven. <laughs> I could crush you. You would be you would be dust. <laughs> you know,
2: see this mug? Yeah. That's a, yeah.
1: uh so okay, so the funniest so, part about wow. all this, uh, we haven't even truly I mean I'm sure we've hit it, but uh, usually I usually ask this right out the gate. What are your truest passions in life?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Cuz that's what our podcast is all about. <laughs> I know. Um you know, it's so it took me a long time to get to this place of you of doing this job. And I I mean, I just yeah, there's days that are like frustrating or different things happen. But I, I just love I feel like for the first time in my life for the last I mean, I've been doing this for a long time now, but I feel like in my groove and like the way I've grown this literally on my own with no help, no, you know, nobody helping me all. So on you my didn't own. do a manager or an agent. nobody nobody even like returns your calls. Like you can be as you could have an Emmy, you can have all this stuff going on. You could book all these national things, but nobody like writes you back. So you're just like, okay, like what am I gonna (laughs) do? No agents.
1: No agents are like, hey, hey, can I take you on now that you I shouldn't
3: say that. Years ago, I had, and I think it's because I have to lead with my voice. This is how I book people; hear me, and they come to me. Like I used to remember that voice registry thing where you could like audition online. Yeah, remember that back in the day. So I, I did get two agents, or I should say, I got one agent, or two agents through that at one point that reached out to me. They heard my audition, they wanted to book me, and I had a big agent reach out to me in 2015. But I needed to be in LA and be SAG, so I. I obviously wasn't either of those things because I don't leave Massachusetts, <laughs> so so, um, so that huh. wasn't a thing. But they were like Michelle. The fact that they were interested in you says you're doing something right. So I was like, all right, but but yeah, but and the other one that I did get with and I did book a few things with and a national thing. And she went out of business with COVID. She, she, we, you know, I loved her, but after that, like more recently, like I was saying, I I got I never had a real demo, like a produced demo. I was always like, why am I going to buy a fake demo when I have like. But All everybody in your head is like, you can't do, you can't submit to agents without a real demo. So yeah. I finally bit the bullet, spent the money and I got a demo. But, you know, I still, I like my my regular work stuff, I'm still, I'd rather highlight that more, you know, kind of thing. And and honestly, I did send stuff to a bunch of agents and nobody like wrote you back. So you're just kind of like, like I get to the point where you're just like, you know what? Maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe I'm being protected, like from like say a spiritual aspect. Maybe, Maybe God knows like, Like, it might be too much with me with all my health issues and my eyes. Like, I like driving my own bus and being able to, like, choose what I do and don't do. I know some people with agents that they feel very pressured every day to get, like, 30 auditions in. And if they don't, they might be dropped. I don't want that. I I would – I don't – I want to – I want to be very targeted about what I spend my time on and make it be meaningful and important and very specific to me. Like, I'm very – like, I wouldn't just, like, audition for everything that hits the wall. Like, that's not – I don't think that's a smart – for me, at least, uh, you know, way to go. Um, so I would want to be with somebody more boutique that was more like, um, I don't know, just more like, okay, this is good for Michelle. Like that one that went out of business. She, she always would just send me stuff. Only, only stuff that was like, she knew would be, she's Michelle, you can kill this one, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know. And and some of these bigger ones, I feel like you're kind of lost in the shuffle. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not with anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so then how did you end up finding your work to begin with? Like where? Yeah. Um,
1: did mixture. you do pay, like
3: pay to play sites? Yeah. Or, yeah. Mixture. Uh, back in the day, I've been a member of Voice 123 since 2006. Um, oh, my yeah. gosh. I know. Um. Yeah, and honestly, well. they I used to book one in 10 auditions on there. That's a really good ratio. Oh my god. Do you do the highest level of that? I do the next down. Right now yeah. I do the 2200. But what happened is years ago, some algorithm changed on there and I don't book very much on there at all anymore. So honestly, most of my work, and this is something I'm like getting a little freaked out about is is repeat work, yeah. uh, like repeat clients that I've built over the years. And I know that, that those can go away and you need to replenish. So I'm kind of yeah. like, oh, shoot, I got to be focusing on getting new people uh my my spreadsheet is all like existing 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 you know it's like yeah. all the and you're just like oh shoot which is wonderful that they keep coming back but mm, future, right. you
2: expansion know? is the next step <laughs> totally totally yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> that's funny um voice one
1: two three like in 2020 i did really well on it and then 2021 and 2022 i would say not. Yep. much I, at I all and there's paying a lot, lot of... for
3: something i don't know if it's worth it at this point yeah. i agree with you interesting yeah. Hmm. wow
2: yeah that is i know right. i was curious about that too
3: <laughs> um
1: every wednesday on your instagram which yes. is your uh it's michelle Falenga voice you pull a, a little quote and i thought maybe you could pull a card for us on the program
3: what? There she has her mug. <laughs> it's become like a fun thing, but I'm getting really low. I only have oh, this. You're gonna have I'm to get having... a whole new stack. I know. I need some I need to get more quotes. It's become fun because I could do some with my husband, some with I'm with another voiceover, some when I'm with obviously with you guys. So uh, somehow I'll have to get video footage of this so I can post it at some point. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yep. I shake it, but it actually is just like that. So it doesn't actually shake. It doesn't like <laughs> it doesn't mix them up. It's just it's pretty, you know. It doesn't for the mix effect. Up. Yeah, it's for the yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. It totally doesn't mix anything up. <laughs> okay. And it has two quotes on it. It's double-sided. Ooh. Nice.
2: Ooh. Hang for your buck.
3: Okay. You ready? Okay. Success in life should be determined by contributions, not accumulations. Nice. Arthur F. Lenahan And one word, no, one today is worth two tomorrows. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin one today is worth two to see often i get very bogged down by understanding like one of the quotes <laughs> and i'm always like I got- i'll be like i don't understand and then i'll just uh, yeah so,
2: yeah that's uh hashtag deep thoughts i
3: don't i don't yeah. know that i get that one <laughs> one you- today
2: is worth two tomorrows one
3: know what he meant by uh, that should we, <laughs> yeah. should we google that maybe yeah maybe, it's it's maybe. but i mean like i was gonna
2: say what benji does one well,
1: today is worth <laughs> two tomorrow meaning okay guys the future and anything it might bring is not guaranteed which makes today more valuable which interesting okay does that make sense that's kind of what i was trying to
2: anymore. yeah right
1: interesting right Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ben. I guess we'll take it. Uh, I believe yeah. we're at the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere. Where we ask you five quick questions to get to know you even more, Michelle. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, question number one. Uh, please name a celebrity crush.
3: Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Um, I'm obsessed <laughs> with Christopher Plummer in Sound of Music. I love him. Oh wow. <laughs> That's very cute.
2: What yeah, no kidding. And by the way, it is uh your five o'clock. It just passed your five o'clock. So this is five six, right? Timing. I'm looking at yeah. it
1: right now. Okay. That's cute. Okay. All right. Uh
3: question number two.
2: You live in Boston, right?
3: Yeah, I live the- like just outside of Boston. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh have you ever been to the pub that inspired the show, Cheers?
3: Yeah, it's so uh, overrated. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I don't want to like screw them over. Did anyone know your name? Nobody knew my name and it was years ago and I did it because you got to do it. And it was like, it was fine, but it wasn't, I don't know. I mean, you got, I guess you got to go there. I shouldn't say that. Why? I'm going to, I'll never get that gig. (laughs) Okay. Can we? You know what would be funny is if. It's amazing. (laughs) If you paid money
1: and like handed them your name. And then when you walked in and everyone went,
3: hey, Michelle. That
1: that would be, be. they should do that. That's a good. That's that's an idea. idea. I I should trademark that idea. All right. (laughs) um, Question number three, which I've taken some of this from some of the stuff I've read about you. What scares you more? And I'm going to give a list of things. (laughs) Everything. Skydiving, uh, reading from a book in front of 45 first graders, uh, sitting in a room filled with roaches, or the midterm elections. Okay, I'm kidding about the politics. All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Since today is like election day, I thought I'd throw that in. No, of the three. Skydiving, uh, reading from a book in front of 45 first graders, sitting in a room filled with roaches. I mean, they're all equally terrifying. (laughs)
3: Like,
1: yeah. Equally? (laughs) Equally. I I said the one about the kids because you, uh, I read on your, you put out a children's book and you had to read it in front of kids. I had to read it.
3: I didn't want to. You were so
1: nervous. (laughs) No, I even made,
3: I even created like um, a a video of the book, like flipping the pages and I did a voiceover with it, reading the book so that maybe I could just do a projection and I wouldn't have to read. Oh, I don't so want to funny. read to the kids. You <laughs> <laughs> scare me. How did it go? Did it was successful? I haven't done it yet, but I, I oh, created I thought you did that it just to oh. avoid it. I created oh. it just to avoid it. Yeah. Oh, that's so, I won't. so funny. But I haven't. I know I have read for the kids a few times now, but I yeah. I don't look forward to it. Most people look forward to it. I'm like scared to death. Yeah, no. That's funny. So, so no, no choices. All three are equally scared yeah. for you. Well, okay. I mean, uh, I guess if I had to, that would be the one I'd pick. Over skydiving and roaches, <laughs> I guess, but doesn't mean I want to do it. <laughs> All right, question number
1: four.
2: Oh my God! If money wasn't an issue and anyone you wanted could come with you, where is your dream place to live? God,
3: that is tough. I I don't. I've never left Massachusetts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Let me guess. I don't really Massachusetts. Have a good way to know
3: um <laughs> I mean how did yeah. you you just got a new house how did you move did. you like hate uh, change oh Like it was so stressful i don't like change <gasps> yeah anything new <gasps> is scary like these are all my these are my trauma past coming into my future yeah, yeah. um i i i mean and we bought a house because we've been looking for two years we bought a house and then we sold our house so we were like please let everything fall together, like, because what if something didn't happen, right? That's, like, terrifying. Uh, It was a lot for me, to be honest with you, from a stress level, Um, and it, you know, and we're still settling in here, but... um... Yeah. Um, Where would I want to live? I mean, its I don't think it's like a place. It's not like, oh, I visited, which I haven't, but like say I visited Fiji. I'm not a beach person with my eyes. I don't like the sun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm
3: more like a dark, like my whole house, though, like, do you ever, like, all the windows are closed? I'm like very dark. Um, I... So, I'm not like a beach. Like if it was like, okay, are you gonna vacation on an island or like in the mountains, it would be the mountains. Like, I'm gonna pick that yeah. over the beach. I'm not a beachy person. Um, but um, I don't know. I like places with culture. I like I love places that are artsy. and I mean, I liked I've been to some places like, But I don't know, that's such a boring (laughs) answer. I don't have a place where I'm like, I want to live here, blah, blah, blah. I just want to live somewhere where I feel safe. Okay,
1: (laughs) right. I just just want safety. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question, our final question, uh, question number five. Um, You've been known to be a manifester. What do you think the key is to manifesting the life of your dreams this is for advice for everyone
3: else. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, like I said, I did do that Emmy thing and I did the, the Jim Carrey thing where I wrote a check to myself. And it, two oh. years later I made what it said on the oh. check. I did, I did that. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, was, it's not you like I. Can tell us how much the check was? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But <laughs> I, like I, that. I did like, and I kept it in my wallet. So I always, you know, I would look yeah. at it like he did. I did, I tried to follow that. And then the, the health magazine. So I guess I was doing a little of that before, but it wasn't like. I don't. I wouldn't say like I've always been like manifest lady or manifest. Woman. Are you ma- like, manifesting anything <laughs> right now? I so I wanted to say like with the house thing. I we my husband and I like we looking for two te, uh, two years and we finally said like this isn't working and we put on the refrigerator. I made a picture. A couple of things i put on the refrigerator a picture with like we want two bathrooms we want a backyard with a little it felt like a haven we want a dedicated room for this and and we put it all in pictures on the fridge and we would look at it every day and within two weeks we found this house wow so oh that was my. interesting after two years and wow. then before that i had a um i was obsessed with i wanted to pay off my other house and you know because we had a 30-year mortgage or whatever so i took a there's a picture of like a house and it's all bricks and every brick represents a thousand dollars so i put that on the fridge and i got like psycho and like very like obsessed with this and every time i'd pay additional to the principal i'd i'd color in oh i'd God. highlight a, a brick and slowly but surely i paid off the house we paid wow. off the house
2: wow that is amazing <laughs>
3: yeah wow. so cool. and the same thing with selling the house we put a thing on the fridge like we wanted to go for this we wanted to go within a few days you know it we will have this blah, 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 all these different things that we were hoping for and all those things ultimately happened so it was just like i mean i'm not to say that everything i mean there's other things i have around my house that have not happened yet but you know <laughs> can't have them all you're working it one so, thing at a
1: time one thing at a right. time. Yeah. yeah
3: no kidding that's awesome
1: all right, well, there we wrap it up. Michelle Falenga, thank you so much. You're so much more than a, a voice actor. You're a manifester, uh, all kind of transformation happening. I love it. It's been really, really fun having you on. Thank you yeah. for having me on. Good to talk with you guys.
2: <laughs> I know, you cool. too. Man, time to start manifesting, everybody. That's, That's right. doing it.
3: Yeah, I got some new stuff I got to put on the wall that I need some. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: That's funny.
2: That's great.
3: Welcome to the Afterpod,
1: where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. That was Michelle Falenga. It's so funny, as I, I kind of was saying, I've been in touch with her what feels like years, but I'm not sure, on social media, so I feel like I knew her. But very cool to connect with her, and so so much more... Than just a voice actor but also she's very open about her own insecurities and you think someone like you see them and you're like wow they're so successful i wonder if they're gonna have an attitude or something right <laughs> she's so down to earth and and very welcoming and sweet and the sweetest she's definitely yeah. like one of her i didn't even get to um you know one of her quotes on her emails and that is gratitude changes everything and i you know She's been through a lot. We didn't even get into, you know, her house burned down in 1999. And I know I read some stuff about really made her realize that things don't matter in life and all that. Right. Her transformation with her weight and cholesterol and and
2: her eyes. oh my gosh the
1: eye thing I mean that's scary in itself having so many surgeries but I mean all that on top of like she's really to me one of the most successful voice people I've known and and doing it there's always two sides of like well you need an agent you need a manager you need this and she's like you know what I'm just gonna do it myself which is such a strong stance
2: oh my god yeah when you talk
1: to her she's kind of like not uh, i guess in a way she doesn't see herself as that as strong as she is which i guess <laughs> right. is a little bit of all of us right i sure. don't know if we, we all kind of like well i don't know and then sometimes when you're super successful like she mentioned the imposter syndrome you know you think well i mean i'm good but i'm not that good or you know whatever <laughs> wow i'm gonna do some of her manifesting tricks on where we're gonna live and i'm gonna yep. write that check
2: amen if you, if sisterhood no
1: uh she, was it was it jim carrey i guess she said jim carrey he wrote a check for himself how much was it for 10 million 2 million
2: yeah he had no money unknown
1: and he wrote himself a check for this large amount and within a year or two or whatever he booked his first movie for like 10 million or something so that is manifesting on high sue kinsey will like that one yeah
2: no kidding he's he's huge on manifesting too a lot of people don't know it but uh if you're a true Carrie fan, he's all about that.
1: You know what? Um, I was thinking. I feel like there's a similar. I Matthew McConaughey didn't he do some?
2: McConaughey?
1: Kind he? I mean, like he did some stuff. I
2: think he. Yeah, I think he's about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she was, uh, anyways. Uh, Michelle Belly, you're you are a badass. So cool. So yeah. down to earth. It's insane, and I'm all about that. Yeah. And I think that's why I told her. I said it's just it's it's so inspiring how natural she is and herself. And that's and what really makes the difference.
1: You know what else it's interesting and it's sort of the beast of acting in the voice world yeah. is talking to even very successful people. It never ends that you always have to be looking for the next job. Yeah. Like you can book something that's super fantastic. And as soon as you book it and do it, it's like, OK, what's next? Because you have to keep, I'll say, manifesting these jobs. And it, has, yes. it just and it at times it gets exhausting. It's really exhausting. Absolutely. Um, but it's interesting. It's an interesting life. There, there's such a you're sort of your own freelancer. So you can kind of do your own hours, pick the projects sometimes that you want to work on. Yeah. But also you're your own boss like running a business any business like you have to keep getting business and sure um, not necessarily rest on your laurels as they say oh yeah so I, I yeah I was super I mean I know I'm I'm deep into the voice world So I was super intrigued by her but like I said she's so much more than just a uh, voice actor she's got all this stuff happening no Pretty she cool. is
2: freaking yeah absolutely so it was very
1: awesome um it was funny, I posted a promo of ours, and she just commented and said, Hey, I should be on your podcast, LOL. And I was like, are you kidding? Get over here. Oh my God. I was going to reach out to you anyway.
2: Yeah. That was awesome. That is so uh, cool. Yeah, very nice really for her good. to take
1: the time to be on the program.
2: Thank you, Michelle.
1: Thank you, guys. I think that's a wrap. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we love you.
2: Love you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To Podcast.
1: Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To Podcast.
2: Tell your friends about the pod and share an episode on your socials.
1: We'd love to hear from you, too. Email us at Cuz I Have To Podcast at gmail.com.
2: Keep living those dreams, friends, cuz you have to.
1: Till next time.